Dennis, I don't necessarily want this podcast just become like kid chat and school mm-hmm. chat, although there is a real risk of that um, just based on, you know, like you right. do get very good stories out of teaching. And look, write what you know, right? And if that's, if that's what you're going to be doing, I think that's reasonable to talk about, right? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cram a couple of different ones into this one. Because I was going to talk about one thing in particular. I've decided there's going to be an appetizer Oh, now. school chat been, omnibus. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It's an anthology edition here. So I've been back at school for a couple of weeks now. Loving it. Having a great time, right? It's been ups and downs. There's been smiles and frowns. There's been laughs. There's been very literal tears, although I haven't shouted the teeth out of any kids yet. Still waiting for the perfect perfect time to do that. Cool story, now. Um, we had... Uh, I was at a school where I had to take them to assembly. And I didn't really know how, I mean, usually the school assemblies are all kind of the same, especially they have like the star of the week system or, you know, whatever, that sort of thing. It's fine. It's the sort of thing you can sort of vibe out. Anyway, there was instructions, gave a kid his certificate. Great. No worries. Um, At recess, right, I get a call. No, it would have been lunchtime. Sorry. At lunchtime, I get a call from the school cafeteria through to the, the, like the staff room area that I was like, oh, is, is right. Yeah. And I go, hi. And she goes, hi. The lady at the cafeteria goes, hi, I've just got such and such kid here mm-hmm. um, with his Star of the Week certificate. And I was like, yep. Yeah. And, and she goes, do we, like, he's, he's saying he gets an ice, like, he gets an ice cream or something? Like, do, is, is that a new, I I don't know anything. Is that a, what? Hang on, what, like, what, what? So she's explained to me this kid has come to the cafeteria with yep. his Star of the Week certificate yep. and tried to hand it in and be like, here's my Star of the Week certificate, one ice cream, please. Uh-huh. And so she's called me to be like, is this a deal that like you made with this kid or is this a new thing that the school's doing? And I or is heard this about kid, it yet. Or is this kid just absolutely chancing it to see if it's going to work? And? Turns out the kid... Turns out the kid just wanted an ice cream and thought that the Star of the Week certificate was like a voucher for one. Well, did he think it was like a voucher for one or was it like, I'd like an ice cream, please. And they're like, oh, that'll be, you know, $2 or whatever. And he was like, sorry, this is embarrassing for you. Yeah. Um, you might not necessarily be aware, but um, <clears throat> I'm actually I'm actually star of the week. So I'm actually star of the week. I don't so, want to make yeah. a big deal out of it. So if we can just get me the ice cream and I can get out of here and we just both go about with our day. I don't want to make this any more awkward. Is that what happened? I think he thought it was like a coupon. Right, but, but but that's such a leap for because the certificate doesn't have a picture of an ice cream on it, right? Like there's no. But, but like I wasn't I wasn't going to get him get him in trouble for it. That's an that's an entrepreneurial spirit. Dennis. Oh no, that's he did, he's hustling. Like and then you got to respect the hustle. And he came away from it not like because if something if something happens to a kid where they feel like it's unfair, oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Like there's nothing there's no quicker way to torpedo a kid's mood or headspace generally than to be unfair, right? Mm-hmm. I think this kid just took it in his trousers like, mm, well, I tried. So you, you I could have got there. So, so on, some there. Le- on some level, you think he knew. I Look, I really don't know what was going on with this kid when he tried to do this, right? <laughs> he, like, he was just – he wasn't able to offer a, a reasonable explanation as to what went through his head when he did this, right? Mm-hmm. He just tried it. And it didn't work. And I thought, well, good on you. Honestly, good on you for trying to get that paper. Well, not that paper. Get that, you know. Cream. Conf- <laughs> that, dairy, that dairy confection. Exactly. Um, did I, ever t- I have a very similar entrepreneurial story that I did when I was a child. Um, when I first started uh, high school. Um, mm. I guess I was 11 or 12 at the time. And my mom was, my parents were immigrants. They didn't make a lot of money, especially back then. Mm. Um, my mom was petrified that I wouldn't, you know, fit in. So she would pack me a lunch. And then she would also give me money in case I wanted to buy a lunch in case the other kids were buying a lunch, right? 
Yes, yeah, yeah. So in case your prawn sandwiches and pr- and chicken livers ended exactly. up getting laughed at, exactly. you could go and buy a yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Riley, that that secondary school had chicken filler rolls, by the way. Oh baby, oh baby. Um, so what I would do is I would give Sam, a friend of mine, my packed lunch. Okay. In exchange for use of his his MP3 player all day long, <clears throat> and then buy myself a lunch. So I got lunch and tenacious D. That was my so you, you <laughs> absolute rented, grip. <laughs> you rented yeah. an MP3 player with prawn sandwiches and chicken livers. Yeah. Why did why did Sam need this extra food? Was he a hungry boy? No, yeah, his parents made him lunch too. I don't know. He just wanted it. He just wanted he just wanted a double lunch, and, and yeah. you got to listen to you got to use an, you got to use his iPod all day. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, look, it sounds like a win-win, really. One of my distinct memories from first year was sitting in the line to get into the canteen with an MP3 player that was not mine. <laughs> yeah, great. That's I mean that that sounds like that sounds like a rising rising tide that's lifting all boats, Dennis. Oh yeah, but that's not that's not the uh, what I want to talk to you about at the moment. At both Coles and Woolies, right? Would you like to guess what Coles and Woolies are, Dennis? I've told you in the past. Let's see if you can remember. Are there are they stores stores that sell books and stationery? Oh, you're close. No, they're, they're supermarkets. Yeah. Okay. So the Coles and Woolies are the two supermarket giants in Australia, and they both have special spend thirty dollars and get this useless trinket. Um, promotion. What are the trinkets? Hang on a second. What are the two trinkets? Well, uh, Coles is giving away these like Harry Potter things, like little collectible turf uh, badges, card things. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Woolies is giving away. They're called Fixums. They're just fancy stickers, right? Fixums. Fixums. They're just fancy, like they're they're almost like badges or not badges. It's like patches. You know the patches that you'll sew onto the back of your backpack when you're traveling. Yeah, yeah, except they've got sticky backs. They're actually, some of them are quite cool, right? Oh, anyway, every time I go to the every time I go to the supermarket now, I'm I'm falling for it because you know I've spent sixty dollars supermarket. Oh, I'll get two fixums, great! So I get them and I scroll them away in my little uh, my little container, my little file that I take with me every time. Right, I'm there going appear, to work there appears schools. to be a baby Yoda fixum. Does Megan know about this? There's, yeah, there's all sorts of different ones. Most of them are kind of boring like some of them are because the kids open them put them on the uniforms and you know walk around proudly with them i haven't seen the baby yoda one it's a, it's a rare one dennis very rare one oh john yeah. sass is gonna be all over this anyway go ahead <laughs> anyway um so i've fallen for it i'm collecting these things as well because i can i give them out to kids as, as little uh, prizes little carrots right but what it reminded me of something when i was a full-time classroom teacher back in berlin right because these kids obviously bring them in and you, they usually get up about a week before the school realizes oh, this is causing problems. Oh, okay, yeah. not allowed in the class. Okay, banned altogether. I remember right? that happened with the, with Yu Gi Oh cards at my school because some kid got in yeah. a fist fight because he wouldn't get his trade. Yeah. He wouldn't wouldn't undo a trade. Yeah, exactly. Also, like just it, it, they just end up being more trouble than they're worth. End up getting banned. Hasn't happened at most of the schools yet. This, the fixum trade is still thriving, right? The the black the market, black market, yeah, trade, yeah, yeah, is still still well and truly going on, right? Um. But of course, there are teachers now, right? I was in one class. Right? I just had to take one of them off one of the girls who was fiddling around with it. And I was like, you can have it back at the end of the day, right? She was obviously devastated because the end of the day might as well be 10,000 years when you're mm-hmm. in prep. Like it's it's so, so incomprehensibly long. Um, <laughs> one kid, <laughs> I felt kind of bad for this kid. He was looking at the catalog that had a little check mark that you could tick off all the ones that you'd collected already. And he was looking at that when he should have been, you know, learning about life processes and stuff. So I took it off him and I was like, you can have it back at the end of the day. He asked me every half an hour, can I have it back? 
Come mm. back. I'm like, what I would normally do if this was my class and I had them long term, I'd be like, well, now you're not getting back till tomorrow. But can't do that because I'm a sub. And I was like, mate, it's not the end of the day. You can have it back at the end of the Those day. Those fixes are all yours, baby. He goes in tomorrow. You never see again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, back tomorrow. See you. Never come back to school. No. But what I used to do many years ago when I worked in Berlin, this was around the time that The Force Awakens came out. Mm-hmm. And the supermarket over there, I can't remember which one it was. doesn't really matter. Not essential to the story. But one of the German supermarkets did a... Which one was it? Really doesn't matter. I, I love, I love. That. They, they did a promotion where if you spend like 20 euros or whatever, you get a little Star Wars trading, not a card, but like a, a Tarzo. Did you have Tarzo? Like a kind of Pog, a right? Tarzo? What is all this Did you have Tarzos? No. So Tarzos were like Pogs, like collectible Pogs, and they had like oh, yeah. Bugs Bunny and all that sort what of stuff. What is the difference between a Pog like, and a Tarzo? Yeah. Like Tarzos like basically little round It's a Pog. This discs. is a Pog. Well, no, they're really thin. They're thinner than Pogs. Okay. Right? Anyway, so back in Berlin in, you know, what, 20, what was it, 2016? Something like that, yeah. These were all the rage, right? Kids loved them, right? Couldn't get enough of them. And Dennis, you I mean, you know as well as I do. I'm a very big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So I got the album. I started collecting whenever I went to shop at the supermarket. And I was able to bolster my collection most handsomely. By confiscating them off kids Riley, <laughs> that would no. be foolish enough to, I didn't actually do this, but I tell you what, I put I put the fear into the kids because what I would do, right, if a kid had them out in class, I'd be like, all right, give them here, give me here, take them off, and they, you know they'd do the oh no, they know they're being caught, they're not really disputing it, and then I would make a big show, busting out your binder, in, yeah, of putting them into my binder and being like, oh, very good, I didn't have Captain Phasma yet, very good, excellent, thanks, thank you, thanks for that, Mateo, very good, I appreciate you giving me that, and he's just there crestfallen like can't believe it absolutely shattered until i love I the go, I, I love the idea that you spy the kid with the like <laughs> with the bb8 one or whatever and you're like yeah he's got to slip up any day now yeah <laughs> <laughs> he comes into school you know admiring them and then as the bell rings puts them into his bag and it leaves them in his locker as he's supposed to right damn it yeah <laughs> Then I have to frame him. You have to then frame I have to go, him. You, I have to go to one of the other kids and say, listen here, I need you to go and ask to see the BB-8 one, right? And you need to do it when I'm walking past. And then he gets I, it out. Oh, what's that? Out of, out and cl- oh, give it that's, here. Excellent. That's, that's like cool. a reverse sting operation. <laughs> a fine addition to my collection. Crooked cop, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I never got that cruel, but I definitely did. Because the, the, the class that I had, that was the best class I'd ever had, right? That class that year. They were incredible. These kids were, they were just, they were amazing. We had, we had such a, an amazing classroom culture. Everyone, there was a huge amount of mutual respect between all of us. There was lots of laughing and joking and teasing. But at the end of the day, everyone was like, we all got on. It was great. It was really, really good. Um, and so they knew that I was a big softie. And even though... I would be like, oh, give me, that's mine, go in the folder. You know, it didn't take very long for them to realize that it was just a trick and that it wasn't actually going to happen and it just ended up being really, really fun. Um, not so much fun for the kids that weren't in the class that when I took it off them, the other, my kids would then be like, oh, he's putting it in his folder, you're not going to get it back? And they didn't realize mm-hmm. that it was a joke. Oh, no, um, you had the lore established about the, the, yeah. t- the Tazo <laughs> hungry <laughs> teacher. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember, like, having stuff taken off you, at school, I mean, what what were the big crazes at your school when you were a kid? And when the teacher took it off you, it felt like it was gone forever, right? It was Yu-Gi-Oh cards for a long time, um, and yeah, then yeah. and then by the time I was by the time I was at the end of the primary school, it was phones. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. Phones, I was a bit, I'm a bit old for that because we, yeah. we didn't like phones. I didn't get my first phone until I was 16. And even then it was like a, you know, 8-bit Nokia phone, the type that they sent to the moon. So <laughs> actually it was yeah. a Motorola because when it rang, it went, Hello, Moto. Like Hello, that. Moto. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying I, to think I love what, that ringtone. What other, what other sort of crazes that there were in Did you school? have yo-yos? Yo-yos were huge in my school we for a while. I'm too old for fidget spinners. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Dan- yes, Dennis. Fidget spinners, I think, are still hanging around in school. No, it's all... Um, it's all... Oh, my God. We're going to sound so old. What are those? It's... Oh, my God. What are they called? It's... Know, uh, but they definitely are kids still with fidget spinners. Like, it's the it's popper the fidget... St- it's all popper fidget toys now, dude. Do they make noise? I haven't seen these. No, I'll show you, I'll send you a picture. You, I guarantee you've seen these in the classroom. I see kids uh, uh, with these things all the time. Maybe it's not an Australian thing. Or it's not as popular. Over I don't there. know. No, because because some, some kids still are using fidget spinners. Bottle bottle flipping still huge. Flipping the bottle. I've sent, sent you a picture on Discord. Take a look at this um, this popping okay. tray fidget popper thing. thing. Oh yes, no, I have seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I have seen them. Yeah. They don't. They're fairly yeah. innocuous. They don't make noise. I think they are good for kids with like attention deficit disorders and things like that. Oh, like I, I, I never take this sort of stuff off kids. Like I had a kid uh, the other week who uh, loved Rubik's cubes. Right. Ooh, nice. He showed me how good he how, how good he was using a four by four Rubik's cube, and he could solve it like that. He wanted to just get into like speed cubing and doing all that sort of stuff, and he was really, really into it. Um, and I told him like, oh, if you want to play with that during class, you can. Just make sure it's not distracting other kids or making any noise. And he just sat there fiddling with it. Probably not paying attention to anything to say, but huh, whatever. That kid sucks. Always distract other kids. They have to grade on the curve. PVP. There's two ways to improve your grade. Absolutely not. No, I'll come down like a ton of bricks if, they, if you take the Dennis, the Dennis Strangex strategy of trying to, you know, trying to run interference on the other kids. Classroom, ga- classroom grades are zero sum, dude. That was not a- in grade, not in grade <laughs> three, man. That's true. Not in grade three. I know you took your report card home to your dad, who was like, "Very good. I don't see a problem here. This is great. I'm glad I have a disruptive son." Like, no, no, no. It doesn't work like that over here. No, oh, no. I remember it was definitely Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Anything with a commodity, like you, my my mom mm. would get a text from someone else's mom, being like, "Can can Dennis have his?" his Buster Blader back actually because my son doesn't want he wants his Dark Magician girl back and so like that would yeah. definitely happen yeah um, well, were yo- you said yo-yos are a big craze for you You're, yo- yo-yos were huge although that wasn't really a trading thing that was just like you had oh, a yo-yo sure, yeah. it was actually can I tell you as well that was one of the first times that my parents because my parents are always very like, always very above this right they were always like well no we're not getting you the cool skate brand clothing we're not getting you the latest fad da 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 right but they did go and get me quite an expensive yo-yo from a toy shop. I think this yo-yo probably would have cost them about $10, maybe $15. So, hey. like, when you're six years old, that's a lot of money, right? Yeah. And it was called, Dennis, it was called the Fireball. Um, and it was like a, so you want to learn how to do tricks with a yo-yo, beginner starter pack type thing, right? Is this the yo-yo in question, really? I think I found the fireball. You know, you, have you found the fireball? It's it's it was red. It had like a clear border around. I'm it. pretty sure it this like, is it. I'm pretty it sure freeze. this is it. Yeah, the Omega fireball, dude. <laughs> that's a it, and high it says on the side of it. High performance. That's it. Very high performance. And can I tell you, for six year old Riley, too high. <laughs> really, this too is too high performance. <laughs> because it had it. It had that free spinning thing in the middle. You know when you like whip the yo-yo out really fast and it sits at the bottom of the the spin the the. the string spinning around and then you can do all the tricks the, the yeah. cradle and all that sort of stuff most kids at school just had a yo-yo that like you flicked down and it went down and then came straight back up because there was no free wheel spinning thing in the middle so i turned up with this yomega fireball power dennis that i couldn't control mm-hmm. 
Um, I so this image that I sent you, Riley. Would you like to know where this image is from? What's it from? This is from yoyo.fandom.com, the wiki for yep. yoyos. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Man, the in- the internet really allows you to just deep dive on any special special interest you could ever want. There's mm-hmm. a full wiki here, wiki entry about the Omega Fireball, including a trivia section. Go on. For the Omega, so two trivia pieces. One, when the Fireball was first released, it was originally named the Outrageous Yo. This just changed 1992 to Fireball after Omega took over the trademark, the name Fireball, when it expired, and it's been used since then. <laughs> and in 2020... What kind of yo you got? Oh, mine. I got an Outrageous... <laughs> that's a bit... That's a lot. That's a big name. All right. <laughs> in 2020, the Fireball model was updated with a new logo and packaging, yada, yada. And then there's a gallery of different iterations of the Fireball Yo-Yo and different names and stuff. And they're mm-hmm. labeled, you know, an early 1990s Fireball profile picture, award Yo-Yo for Omega's Pro Spinner program, yada, 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 yada. And then just... Yep. A fireball on a cat, and it is just a mobile phone photo of someone who has put their yo-yo on their cat, <laughs> and it belongs in the wiki, in the very otherwise very official, very professional Yomega Fireball wiki entry. It, it it sits proud, loud alongside everything else in this in this gallery. I love that. That, so that much. edit has, has, has slipped past the uh, the rigid review process of the uh, of the the yo-yo wiki fandom. Well, the yo-yo's out of the bag and onto the cat now, so we'll see now that it's something that we talked about. It might be they might be done for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now now they've realised. Oh, geez, we might, we might have to get rid of this. Speaking yeah, I'm of, looking at it now. Speaking of cool toys that you weren't able to fully control, my parents bought me uh, the pride of my collection at the time. Riley, you ready for this? Mm. Yeah. They bought me a Digimon skateboard. Oh, dude. It was oh cool, man, baby. not just not just a skateboard, but a Digimon skateboard. A Digimon, so it skateboard. would have been trash. It would have been such a poor quality. Oh, product. it was from like Smiths. It was from like a, it was not from a skate shop. It was from a toy store. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course, uh, yeah. Riley, I couldn't and can't and never will be able to skate. Yeah, well, that's not the point, is it? No, I would go down the hill on my knees on the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which Digimon are on the back of the skateboard? Agumon was there, and yeah, all of his all of his friends. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Oh, uh, okay. You can't even name a single other Digimon. <laughs> the, no, yeah, the the blue one with the stripes was there. The pink the bird. Catmon. Do you actually yeah, know all these yeah. names? Are you kidding me? No, no, definitely not. I was I, I realized that I started to mock you for it. Then I'm like, mm, people in uh, people in glass houses. Yeah, no. Dennis better not pull the Uno reverse. I mean, I love Digimon, dude. I thought I thought Pokemon was stupid. And did you want this better because Digimon Gatomon. could talk? It Gatomon. wasn't Catmon; it was Gatomon. Yeah, yeah. is that just the, is that, that's, that's some Spanish? Uh, some obviously some Spanish uh, influence there. Is Gato the, ja- the Spanish word for? Because it's not the Japanese word for cat. It's really had as a Neko, I think. No, no, the, the Japanese word, the the Spanish word for cat is Gato. Anyway, um, the other one, other really big one at my school for a long time. I say a long time. I was in grade one, so it was probably a couple of weeks. Um, marbles. Ooh, marbles, I remember being a deal, yeah. Yeah, marbles were huge. And we had this sort of like, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the uh, you as the milkman and handing out like the different cows on the, you know, and, the and race cow cows right, go yeah. fast. But then in, at Nikki's school, um, what was it? Book cow? No, Book cool cow. cow. Cool yeah. cool cow, right? It was, a, ver- a, var- it was a variable market, yeah. Exactly. There, there, there was supply and demand in, in you know, there was regional differences. And I mean, the the... The the opportunities for arbitrage, arbitrage, Dennis, in in these markets, incredible. If you could have somehow got your uh, get the cool supply cows over to Nikki's yeah, school, yeah. you know, get get all the race car cows, you could have been drowning in dairy products. Anyway, we sort of assigned like an artificial rarity scheme to these marbles at school. Like the lowest was were cat size, right? Mm-hmm. Cat size were were no good at all, and the highest rarity was toothpastes. 
And this was Ooh, toothpaste yes. was a was like the blue and white stripy ones. Yeah, maybe. Um, but like when you went to a toy shop to get marbles, there were just buckets or containers of all the different types. You know, it's not like there was two or three toothpastes and, and you know, there was a mad scramble, a fist fight no, of kids yeah. trying to get their hands on the last toothpaste. There was as many toothpaste marbles as there were cat size and they were the same price. So I don't know where the rarity came from. And I don't know, like, I, I, you know, I, I could have and per- perhaps should have just gone around from toy shop to toy shop. Picking them spending all out, yeah. all my hard-earned money on as many toothpastes as I could. Trade him for the cat size. Trade him for the pizzas. Trade him for whatever else. It's like it's it's not like these markets need regulation. What are these kids doing? You know they don't understand. There's there's there's, there's limitless opportunity for you think insider kids, trading, you think underhanded kid, schemes. Like yeah, kids out there now are just doing this with NFTs, right? There's no the NFTs it. of marbles. NFTs oh, of I mean, Dennis, toothpaste. I can't. I mean, I didn't want to start talking about the NFT. The the, the NFT trade at primary schools, unbelievable. I mean, it's the future. You know, it's, it's the, the future, future of uh, decentralized. It's the future of, 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 of a de- this, the decentralized blockchain, Dennis. What I really like about Web 3.0 mm-hmm. is its blockchain. That's th- my favorite the th- thing. The threeness of it is actually what gets me mostly. That's true, but I really do think it's important for no chain to go unblocked. You know what I mean? <laughs> a friend of mine. So, uh, very part- and that's why, Dennis, we've partnered with. Coinbase with, with Coinbase we've we've partnered with with OpenSea uh, with Block Block Blobcoin Blobcoin is the it's the fast sure, up and coming sure, surely Haltcoin 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 as in please halt what you're doing and stop getting so, into NFTs <laughs> There's um there's a, a app that people use so if you go to a restaurant in Australia really, and four of you split mm. the bill and one mm. of you floats the money and everyone else sends that person money what app do you use to do that? Uh, PayPal a lot of the time. Because here people use, in Ireland and England, people use Revolut. And okay. in America, people use Cash App and Venmo and stuff. But Revolut yeah. has an option where you can invest in, you can you know use your funds to invest in like different companies and stuff, just like yeah. on, on the actual yeah. stock market. And you can also uh-huh. use it to buy um, cryptocurrencies, NFTs and stuff. Yeah, of course. And I was yeah, talking yeah. to a friend of mine. He's like, NFTs are too volatile, right? He's like, it's stupid. Cryptocurrency is way too volatile, way too risky. I don't want to be worrying about it all day long. He's like, Dennis, I found a way to invest in the current cryptocurrency. I mean, right now it's a terrible time, I suppose, because it's all falling apart in the last six months. But generally, well, it's like, a great time because you can go and buy tens of thousands of dollars worth to of the moon. For like, yeah, exactly. You're going all the way to the moon, except they're in the wrong direction. You're going to, they're not going to the moon of the Earth. They're going to the moon of, they're going to Ganymede. <laughs> Ganymede, yeah. He's yeah. saying, I found a way to, a less risky way to invest in crypto. And do you know what he does on his Revolut app, Riley? Oh, he on. buys stock in NVIDIA. <laughs> Which I think Nvidia, famously the company that makes the graphics, graphics cards, cards that they used to buy into mine. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was talking to him at dinner like three weeks ago, and I bought twenty quid. I was I twenty quid from I put into Nvidia up up eighteen <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's really smart. Oh and yeah, I like, yeah. I've, I've got some pretty heavy investments in uh, in crypto based or crypto aligned stocks. Mm-hmm. Oh great, cool. Are you in Blobcoin? You're in. Are you in? I'm trying to think of other. I'm trying to think of laughably ridiculous coin names to use, but then the actual coins are all laughably ridiculous. Yeah, like Do you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, you can't really make it obvious that it's a fake one. No. 
that's the thing. Satire is impossible. Oh, I've invested in butthole coin. Oh, cool. That sounds good. I want to get on with that. No, I'm not investing in coins. I'm just investing in the graphics cards that are used to mine those things. So, yeah. No, really smart. You, you, I think your friend's already getting onto Web 4.0. Right, Honestly, yeah, I that sort of stuff. Oh, my goodness. I see you on LinkedIn. Dennis, while talking here, because whenever Dennis goes quiet like that and you can hear mm-hmm. the tippy-tappy in the background, mm-hmm. it's I know I have to fill because he's off on another planet looking something up. Turns out he wasn't, you know, jungling mid. <laughs> he was looking up butthole coin. Yep. Which is on etherscan.io. It is yep. something apparently that you can buy and sell now, There's, butthole coin. You could, I mean, it hasn't been bought in over a year. But you can oh, get some. some people holding, holding Dennis to yeah, the moon. Huddle, huddle, huddle. <laughs> there's four holders here. There's wallet IDs. <laughs> ah, four holders of, of here we go. Coin. Classic crypto, Riley. The four holders are going to listen to you in reverse order how much they have, right? Okay. Fourth place is 500 coins. Mm-hmm. Third place has 1,000 coins. Second place has 1,500 coins. Mm-hmm. And first place has 9,997,000 coins. <laughs> Really, a very spiky payout there. <laughs> first place. So yeah, butthole. I, I I just thought I was like, there's an outside chance that butthole coin is real, and sure enough, it is. Yeah, that's what, like that's why I was sitting there. Like my normal <laughs> improvisational zip and zap failed me because I'm trying to think of something that is ridiculous enough to sound like it. You know, oh clearly Couldn't that's not possibly a real coin. Be, no, B H O L butthole coin, baby. To the moon, let's go. This Proud podcast proudly brought to you by Butthole Coin, the best yeah. way to buy and sell fake crypto on the internet anyway (laughs) i really hope that kids don't that's not the net you know i would feel not very bad at all about confiscating nfts and not giving them back that that would teach them a a sharp lesson about the value of anyway dennis we are now we have i think you've banned seinfeld chat from this podcast right like you've banned ask discussions yes you've you've banned them I'm very worried that in banning that, you, we, we, I guess I'll take some responsibility here. We have turned a blind eye to crypto chat, Star Wars chat, Lord of the Rings chat, right? Mm. And like it's, this is, you know, you're worried about the podcast becoming too lowest common denominator, becoming too, too white guys what own microphones. And you're, mm-hmm. we're here propping up a conversation about crypto. I think it's time to move on. I think that's fair enough, Riley. I want to take a hard left turn and talk to you about video games. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> even better, Dennis. Let's go. Let's, let's break some new ground. Here we go. Okay. Um, I uh, played a new game this week, Rowdy, that okay. I talked to you about called Stray. And Stray is a game from Annapurna that I would recommend. Mm-hmm. If you have PlayStation yeah. Plus, the middle tier, it's free as well, I think. It's on Steam as well. It's been, uh, been getting a lot of hate. Megan was uh, coming saying she wanted to play it, and then she saw it was $40. She's like, I'll wait for the Steam sale. Uh, it, Megan would like it, uh, and I say that because Nikki really likes it, and I think that it, it scratches a similar itch. Um, there's a much story- as Dennis, a cat scratches a couch in a post-apocalyptic neon city. Hmm? Yes, yes, much Go like on. that indeed. So the game, very first good. of all, the, the game is very pretty and stuff, and it's like nice, nice setting. The story's a little light, you know, and it's also a very short game. It's like five hours long. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, that's what I said to Megan as well. I'm like, this is made by Annapurna. This game is going to be three hours max. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it is just Cat Simulator 2022. 100% Cat Wait, Simulator Wait, isn't it Cat Simulator 2077? Also true, I suppose. 
Yeah. Um, like, and do playing on a PlayStation is very, very, very fun because the, the controller does all the little weird little things, like when the cat purrs and like when you're scratching on a carpet and stuff. And yeah. you solve puzzles by going up on a shelf and knocking stuff off of it onto the floor. It's very, very yeah, quintessential cat, cat experience. Yeah, quintessential cat behavior. Riley, and I'm going to drift away now for a moment from video games into the back towards the Seinfeld side of things. Nikki was like, all I want is a game where I can just play as a cat and it's all about being a cat. And Stray is very much that. Uh-huh. What animal would you desperately want to play a video game where the game is just day-to-day life of being that animal? Well, the first thing that came to mind was a shark. And there is that game Man Eater. And I was quite excited to try that. And then I watched a couple of reviews and apparently it's just really bad. So I, didn't, oh, I haven't even tried it. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's good. But I haven't tried it. Um, I think it would have to be some kind of bird. Wouldn't yeah, it? it has to be like a hawk or something, right? Yeah, I think it has diving to be and swooping like a, and stuff. Maybe uh, an owl, actually, an owl. The field of view on that would be ridiculous, though. True, but it would it would be an interesting because they hunt using like their sight, but also don't they use hearing as well to like I think see so, little yeah. mice and stuff at the, and, like scurrying under the snow and things like that would yeah. be cool. Like diving through snowbanks to try to catch mice that you can hear under it or something. That'd be a cool mechanic. You know that you know that Pentato game Desert Bus that I made run do like the live stream every year, which is a really 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 boring game where you drive hours and hours in a bus. That is Albatross Simulator, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, just never land, never ever ever land, never land. Sleep one half your brain at a time, fly for years on end, (laughs) and then look down like, what are these weird orange things with claws that that are near my butthole? I don't understand what these things are for. (laughs) Near my butthole coin, you don't need those. I'm trying to think if there's another animal. Like, I mean, would, like a tiger, a solitary, uh, a solitary hunting animal in the jungle or in the see, in, we've, in like see, a we've been very we've been very predator focused. I think the survival horror prey game. Oh, that's really good. I mean, I I don't really like survival horror, but that's a really good thought. Yeah, you play as a mouse or yeah or a deer. Oh, I feel no because a deer is running. Yeah, but it's 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 the it's it's the greatest predator in the world, Riley. Man. <laughs> Oh, you're running from humans? Okay, yeah. that's a bit much. No, I like the idea of a stealth one, like a mouse, right? Like you have to find different places to hide. Well, playing as the cat in that case is better, right? Maybe well, maybe you do both. It could be, it could be a, what's that situation? Uh, what's the what's that game? Dead, door, de- dawn de- for de- dead, death for dead. Dead by, de- de- dead by daylight? De- no, back for blood? No, what is it? Is it dead by daylight? The, what, the 1v4? Yeah, dead by daylight. Yeah, it's an asymmetrical. Yeah, dead by, like, dead by daylight. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, one of you plays a cat, you play as four different... Mice. I've been I've been playing that game and I um I don't know if you'd like it Dead by Daylight. No, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, first is. of all, I don't like the the horror element and like the the setting <laughs> puts me off a lot. But then also, I don't think I'd enjoy being the monster killing people, and I definitely wouldn't enjoy being the person running away. It is such a stressful game yeah, playing yeah, as a no, survivor. No it is. No, it is. I think have we talked about it in the podcast, or I just talked to you about it in private. We've you've mentioned it in passing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is a very very fun game because you're, basically the four of you are going around trying to repair all these generators to get the door to open to escape while some sort of theme monster is hunting you right mm-hmm. um but they had these little like quick time events and like when the jet if you if you mess it up the generator like clunks and makes a noise and that alerts the killer to where you are and all this stuff there is um there's a and they do all these tie-ins like different um movies and stuff so for example michael mike myers from halloween is in it right mike myers from austin powers is in it. he goes come goes, from- yeah baby and he, <laughs> yeah, you know, he'll, baby. He'll, he'll, he chases you around trying to shag you yeah exactly that would be terrifying but um no he um michael <laughs> he myers. just comes he just goes, he goes do i make you horny baby like <laughs> just ah! flying around the corner yeah. 
Um, they all have these like weird, unique abilities, and Michael Myers's is so scary because his like ability, his buff or whatever, is that he gets more and more powerful and faster the longer he sta- he spends standing still, staring at you. <laughs> I don't like that. No, we've so, talked about. We've definitely talked. We've talked. I think we talked about this on the podcast. I don't like that. That's, it's so yeah. good, and then you run in them and plays the music and stuff. Yeah, so I think so, something like that where you play as like a prey animal would be good. Mm. Yeah. So as how in, how was Stray overall though? Like, was it? Haven't quite finished it yet. Okay. Uh, see, that's see, and Dennis, I I just I knew it. I knew it because like you got to get it. It's amazing. It's incredible. This is Deathloop all over again. <laughs> Never finished Deathloop. <laughs> I I mean I did get you, it for free so. You put so much pressure on me to buy Deathloop at full price because you said it was incredible. Game of every year. You know, you're like, I don't know who made this, but they've now toppled Hideo Kojima as my favorite video game designer ever. And you didn't even finish it. I got bored, yeah. I'll wait for the Steam sale before I buy Stray, I think. I did this to a friend of mine, Andy, who talked with this podcast before. We were all, we used to all play Medal of Honor. God, I can't remember which one it was. It was one that was on the PSP. And it let you play local multiplayer just over like a local network so we'd all sit on luke's porch playing on luke's wi-fi mm-hmm. playing medal of honor against each other some of the best fun you can have as a kid in the summer when you're 13 or whatever right it was yeah, amazing course, yeah. yep. and he was very late to the party been playing this game for months and months and months and months and months can i just and- hazard a guess and i don't want you to confirm or deny this i want you to com- continue telling the story as you were going to but my guess here is that Andy is going to buy Medal of Honor or obtain a way to play this game with you at exactly the point that you guys stop playing it. Continue. So Andy, you know, months go by, gets a PSP, gets Medal of Honor. It's like, all right, guys, I don't really like these kind of games. We're going to, you know, we're going to get into it. Let's go. Okay, let's play. Andy buys the game Tuesday, the 19th of August or whatever. We never played it ever again. <laughs> and I don't and know Dennis, why. Do you know why? Do you know why I was able to make that prediction? Because you now, you. as a thirty-something-year-old man, you have not—you haven't stopped. Like you haven't stopped doing that. And and now I'm the new Andy. Do you how know many, how many games you've done this to me with? Uh, almost Deathloop Squadrons. Uh, Squadrons, you made me buy. You didn't play that with me. Overwatch, all the way back in 2017 when I first moved to the UK. You're like, ah, yep, pff. let's hang out, let's play Overwatch. Got Overwatch. I think I played like three or four games with you, and then you were just like, oh no, I'm going to play something else. Um, more recently, Sea of Thieves. You already had Sea of Thieves. No, it's not that I already had Sea of Thieves. It's that I was, because you and I were looking for a new game to play. And I said, oh, uh-huh. we should play some Sea of Thieves. It's really, really fun. I've played a little bit with some people. Yeah, actually, we you did the it, opposite. Right? You, you suggested to me, I downloaded it, got really into it. We never, we, just the two of us never really played. I didn't do it. I didn't do it at all, Dennis. What happened is you got it because I suggested it. Then you spread it to your group of friends in Ireland, played at times that I couldn't join you because it's the middle of the night. And then by the time I was like, all right, let's play, Dennis, you're like, oh, I'm kind of bored of it. I want to see how much of Sea of Thieves I've played now. Sea of Thieves, you're talking about- you played more than me. That's really funny. That's really you funny. you played more than me. I've got um, like 30 hours on it, I think. I'm going to check here. We can compare, but I think I've, I would guess, just off the top of my head, I've got 30, 30 hours of Sea of Thieves. 28.7 hours. I have 105. <laughs> Unbelievable. And about three of them were played with me. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. And you're going to do it again. I'm so sorry. He said openly cackling on the other yeah. side. Uh, Civ Six, we played together a couple times. Yeah, well, now I mean, now I've I've done the opposite. The, yeah. I mean, what, how many hours have you got in Civ Six? Oh, uh, one hundred eighty-eight. <laughs> okay, well, I still do have some catching up to do there. But yeah. um, oh man, I actually, 
I've got 85, and then I played on my Switch a lot, which I is I don't know if that's something I should oh, be I've played, admitting, I, but I, I, I played I it on your Switch, Switch for ten. You love? I thought you hated it. I I loved having the option to, but the the UI and it's no fault of theirs. It's just it's just a game that is clearly designed to be played with a mouse, like. I guess okay. I'll I'll refine my comments. I don't love doing it. I love being able to do it when I wouldn't otherwise. I love being able to play Civ at times that I otherwise wouldn't be able to on the toilet. I understand. Yeah, well, mainly on airplanes, but sure. Yeah, yeah. There was that one time um, that you and I cracked that meta playing Super Smash Bros. on a plane. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Yeah, I think we've talked about this as well, but we can go over it. So I, I was very much into Super Smash Brothers. Yep. watching videos trying to learn the combos doing like I, I just wanted to get really good at playing link right just really enjoyed playing link and i was going to get good at playing link so i was i'd done a lot of preparation got on a plane i think the plane was from like it was like three hour flight i think across you know, four, half the united like that, yeah. states or something like that sat down dennis and i got on the uh like the local thing like it's not local wi-fi what was it how do you play just, is it just having two switches watered close to each other it must be over Bluetooth or something? I don't know. Something I don't know. Whatever it was, we're playing. I'm absolutely wiping the floor with him. Absolutely, like I'm just creaming. I'm like he can't touch me. But over the course of the flight, Dennis, like an adaptive AI, learns <laughs> how to learns how to combat and counter the strategies that I'm using. And then, because I turned up the difficulty on this AI too high, by the end of the flight, I couldn't beat him. It was ama- It was. It's one of my favorite gaming memories. It was so good. Unbelievable! Like, and I still can't beat you. I've haven't played for years, but I imagine that like I, I, all of the YouTube tutorials, all the guides that I watched, useless because all Dennis would do was just spam his little beep beep rocket on playing Snake. No, it wasn't Snake. It was it was Ike. Oh, it was Ike, wasn't it? You did love the beep on on that, Snake. Oh, the Nikita though. rocket you, is a oh mwah. No, that's right. You played Ike, and oh yeah, <laughs> great ether, great ether. And so you just good. counter counter all the moves that I did, and so it was terrible. Those like, were oh. heated games, though, dude. I remember that very fondly. I, I remember it very non fondly because you <laughs> wrapped up my ass and gave it to me on a silver platter. I didn't enjoy that. It was there's a Marvel villain. He's in Black Widow. She she actually is in Black Widow. I think they're made in the comics. Uh, Taskmaster, and all they do is watch the other heroes do things and then learn how to do it perfectly and beat them. Right, um, yep. and that is exactly what happened here I was just like watching it was, you're right it was like playing against a machine learning robot it was amazing yeah. Yeah. and you used to taunt me by sending me mp3 clips of the gotcha Ike gotcha. which happens voice when you line. do a successful counter with Ike oh yeah. so good yeah oh, we should play Smash but do you remember though. how do you remember how I got you with Ike's counter one time you uploaded it somewhere did you put it in a podcast or something no, yeah, you, I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you remember this because it, it would have been a very, it would have been very humiliating if you were like, no, I don't remember that at all. If no, you mad ma- mad mend me walking out of the lift, I don't think about you at all. That would be terrible. <laughs> what um, a line. We were working on something for CFP where you know mm-hmm. you used to work and had a very tight deadline. And oh you, my you god, yeah, some, you needed some voice voice stuff done for me, right? And you're in the middle of a meeting, so you're not oh able to. God, so I was yeah. working with I was working with Jeffrey, right, to get it done. So I recorded it. And then I made a garbled, botched version that was the same length, right? And started off with me doing it and then just was a bunch of nonsense Super Smash Brothers sounds and then Ike saying gotcha, gotcha over again. Yep. And I sent that to you. I sent the real one to Jeffrey. I'm like, use this one, right? But I sent the fake one to you, knowing that you wouldn't list, listen beyond the first five seconds, right? I, didn't, I, 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 I listened to exactly zero seconds. I just forwarded it on him and yeah, cool. 
you didn't even open it. See, I, nope. at the beginning, I was like, oh, and coming up this month at Channel 5, like I made it sound like it started yeah, you, fine. You, you, and you, then, could, you could have sent gotcha.mp3 and I probably would have got it. And you'd fine. be like, yeah, fine, send it, ship it like that. Yeah. yeah. And I had to <laughs> I had to get Jeffrey. This is the funniest part. I had to get Jeffrey to send you like a message being like, a confused hey man, are message, sh- yeah. Are you sure this is okay to put in? And then you were like, oh, what? And then I, then I assume at that point you opened it. <laughs> I reply, I'm like, yeah, Riley always knocks it out of the park. And he goes back to you. He was like, Riley, I can't get him to open the file. I don't know what you want from me. Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The greatest anyway. trick Riley ever pulled was expecting me to actually open the file and do my job yeah. <laughs> in that email. Yeah. Oh. Well, I played around. What I thought you would do is just open the first three seconds of the file, which, yeah, no, more, you, you, more you fool to- me. Yeah, you, you, you think, me, you think too much of me. What would you, if you, I mean, do you want to play video games together again? We played Apex for a long time. Yeah, we did play Apex for a long time. I've kind of gone off Apex. I used to love it, but kind of gone off it. I just, I didn't get any better. I understand I'm exactly just... what you mean. Sometimes you would turn a corner and get into a fight and you were like, oh, there's nothing. The other person's just playing a different yeah. game to me. Yeah. And and I think with just the number of hours that I've spent at the game now, I just can't get paired against people my own skill level. And so I just get, we just got, we, we ended up hating because we just got dumpstered all the time. I'd like to play Civ with you. Yeah, I've, I've really taken the training wheels off with Civ and I'm, you know, the only thing I don't like about Civ with Domination victories is just the, the micromanagement, moving units around. It, is, it can get a little tedious. And what the especially bad part is that the game is functionally over long before it's actually over. That's true. Yeah. The, it's, you get to the end of the game, you get these graphs that show your progress. And at one point you, as even on it's the a high vertical degrees, line, yeah, <laughs> eventually you just like, you just completely snowball out of control from many of the I can't remember if it was. The IOs aren't good. Like they're not good at the game. They the cheat, way that, yeah. The way that Firaxis made them harder is that they cheat. They get bonus resources and they take some fewer turns to do things and stuff, yeah. Yeah. They just they yeah. So you you're not really playing against people or AIs of any particular skill. You're just playing against you know, it's equivalent to Monopoly if your opponents were just every you know, it's not it's uh every time they pass go they collected four hundred dollars. Yeah, and like any good child, Riley, you can't possibly abide things being unfair. <laughs> No, of course not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what I've been getting into lately, and I, I'm gonna, I think this is a good note to end on, is that I'm getting back into League of Legends again. So, um, I, and you know, the, you know, the, you know, the, definitely you know the, good enough. Okay, and that is, the, yep. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be you know back next week. Before thing, I have a listen to this. Your, your phone listens to you, and it has. That's how it like figures out like what ads to recommend you and stuff. So, Broxa yeah. League of Legends YouTube videos, Jungle Strategy Guide, Top Ten top carries um uh, lpl highlights just trying to flood your algorithm with as many of these things i possibly can and get, get just ruin your recommendations forever well dennis i'll stop you there because i'm recording this with headphones on my phone isn't listening to the things that it's going to play back to me so apologies to all the listeners out there no, now, anyway. youtube recommendations <laughs> are going to be flooded with rocks videos Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 